This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 090, Xanadu. Xanadu is the fifth song on side two of Xanadu. It's the first and only time that someone outside of the band sang lead on an ELO song. It was also the first time Jeff Lynne produced somebody outside of ELO. In a September 29, 1980 Billboard report, Jeff Lynne said, It was very strange because I've never produced anybody else but myself until mm. now. So it was a bit strange, sort of saying, uh, could you just try that bit again and all this. Cause I didn't know how far to go, but she was such a nice person that uh, everything I suggested, you know, she, she tried it. In a 1997 interview by Martin Kinch, Bev Bevan said, I didn't really expect Xanadu to go to number one. Actually, I can't say it's one of my favorites by any means, but it obviously caught the public's imagination. We found out early that it hit number one because in those days, you used to know a little before, certainly a day before. So we had the news from our office to say it had gone to number one. Obviously, we were delighted. It was a really difficult song to record because Jeff Lynne had sent the demo of the song to the studio in Hollywood, and they had actually shot the dance sequence to the demo. So when we came to record it for real, we had to keep in time with the demo, and the demo was not in time. So it was a bit of a nightmare to actually record the thing. It's all to do with the shooting of the film to this inaccurate tape. We were in Munich at the time doing it, and it became a very frustrating experience. Making what should have taken a couple of hours took about three or four days, as I remember. Working with Olivia was a great experience, because she's a lovely, lovely lady, and a real pleasure to work with. So that part was terrific. In the October 28th, 2005 stylist article, A Kiss After Supper, Nate DeYoung wrote, The film concludes with a tribal disco roller skating orgy of an opening night. While you'd never expect any song to top such mayhem, which includes Gene Kelly on roller skates, Olivia Newton-John belts out Xanadu with such a fiercely thin voice that it becomes difficult to focus on the variety show that is occurring all around her. ELO's silky strings and piano flourishes top Xanadu off in the right fashion, proving that excess might not always be tasteful, but it's hard to forget. In the November 2018 book, Wembley or Bust, Jeff wrote, The production wasn't quite as I wanted it, but it isn't bad. The original is a bit too pop for me, just a little bit too sweet, but the tune is still really good. The song was used in the TV shows WKRP in Cincinnati in the 1981 episode Dr. Fever and Mr. Tide, Waterboys 2005 in the episode Natsu, and the 2008 Lost episode 
Eggtown. It was supposed to be in the 2007 movie Blades of Glory, but it was cut from the final version. The song was used to sell the IBM Supertype in 1981 and in the summer of 2007, SoftBank in Japan. Soon I shall be luxuriating in that canvas Xanadu. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsensen. And my feelings for Xanadu are the same as my feelings for all over the world. I bought the single when it came out, be my second ELO single, and I listened to Top 40 Radio because I was 11, so I heard this song a lot and got burnt out on it. So it just sticks in my mind that whenever the idea of hearing the song Xanadu comes up, it's just, uh, I guess, it's not so bad, but I really got tired of it. But then I hear it, it's like, oh, this is actually a really good song. <laughs> I can see why I bought the single. I like it. It's bouncy. It's catchy. It's fun. It's got all kinds of great little bits in there. And it's a really good song. Well, I am definitely not an Olivia Newton-John fan. Mm-hmm. Most of her stuff I just remember being the equivalent of Barry Manilow or Leif mm-hmm. Erickson or Andy Gibbs. Stuff that you leave back in the 70s and you forget and you don't tell your kids who are going, oh, I wish I lived back in the 70s and could listen to all that great music. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. well, actually, it's something you do pull out for them to remind them of how 90% of everything is crap. It's a universal truth for every decade. Right. For every yep. decade. Theodore yep. Sturgeon's Law. 90% of science fiction is crap, which they extrapolated into 90% of everything is crap. <laughs> yeah. But I would not call this crap. I think Olivia Newton-John, in the right context, because she really does have a good singing voice, Mm-hmm. That if they're able to work with it, like Jeff Lynne was able to work with her on this, that it is actually quite enjoyable. In this context, it is, uh, with the right music behind her. And even though this is a silly little movie about roller skating, (laughs) she actually sells the vocal with this. Mm -hmm. And she's singing her heart out on this silly song that doesn't even really have much sense in the lyrics. (laughs) But it's still a lot of fun because she whatever it was about this movie she for some reason was committed to it Mm -hmm. and she let it all out and it really helps with the yellow behind her because those little flourishes especially the piano part in the Mm -hmm. chorus yeah really help elevate it a bit Uh, for me you got a hook in the chorus that little piano fill there just sells it completely yeah and the rest of it's just a nice little 80s pop song. But it's not what I would consider a great lasting song. Uh, it's it's definitely an 80s relic, but it is actually enjoyable. Unlike quite a bit of uh, <laughs> Olivia Newton-John's previous music. And I know everybody's going to start screaming, no, I am not a fan of Grease whatsoever. I am not a fan of Grease either. But as for Olivia Newton-John... I'm not a super fan. I like her stuff on Xanadu. Uh, There's a good portion of her hit discography that I do like. There's some of it that I do not like. There's some of it that is boring. But overall, I have no bad feelings about Olivia. I think her voice in this is great. Especially when she sells that build-up at the end and hits that note at the end. It's like, there is no way Jeff Lynne could have ever hit that.
find that out later in 2000, which I think I'm going to do as a completely separate episode because it's such a different version. Yes, it is. So Olivia with ELO, that was a, a really good pairing that worked out great. And even though this song sounds like pretty much a standard issue pop song from 1980, I don't mean to make that sound bad. Oh, it's just a standard issue pop song. It is good. It is catchy. I like it. But it is structured in a way that is not like most, if any, pop songs from 1980. The basic layout for a pop song from any decade, and Jeff has done this in Beatles and Paul McCartney, so I'm not saying this is a bad thing, because they all do it, and they all do it well, but pretty much it's verse, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, instrumental break, or bridge instrumental break, usually a guitar solo, then it's, could be bridge, could be back into the chorus, verse, chorus, 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 chorus. Xanadu plays out verse, verse, a pre-chorus, chorus, the bridge, then verse, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, chorus, and then that coda at the end that takes off in a different direction from what we had heard. And he does it all in three minutes and 30 seconds. So I think that helps make it to be a much more interesting song than just your standard issue verse, verse, chorus, verse. True. It does. And I think it's also because this, since the movie was a musical, it's done that way because that's more musical style, musical theater style than it is pop song style. And he sticks in some neat little bits and pieces. Wizards, I think, is what I've recently heard them called. that helps keep the song from just being plotting here's your pop song now buy the record and we'll we'll make another one even though it is very much of its time and everything yeah it doesn't sound as manufactured as you would think or as <clears throat> certain other people who will remain nameless sometimes <laughs> think mm-hmm. about this particular one and it was yellow's i think only number one hit in the uk and it was Olivia Newton-John's last number one hit. In the UK. In the UK. Yes, because Physical uh, yeah, was no, number... This, this, did, not, I, this <laughs> yeah. did not climb the charts here in the United States. Yeah, because Physical was number one for like 138 weeks in 1982. I could be right. off, but it was number one for a really long time. Like nine or ten weeks, I think. Yeah, because people like to watch Olivia Newton-John exercise. With gay men. So what you're saying is that Olivia Newton-John will turn men... Well, she never turned me gay. Why, Mr. Johnson, I do believe my panties just fell off. Got something to say about Xanadu? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Was it a hit or was it... Xanadu was the second single released from the soundtrack of the same name. This song became Electric Light Orchestra's only number one hit in the United Kingdom. Other places where it hit number one was Austria, Belgium, the Netherlands, West Germany, Ireland, Israel, Norway, and 
Spain. It got up to number eight in the United States on the Billboard Hot 100. It got up to number two on their adult contemporary chart at the time. Cashbox got up to number nine. Record World, number four, and Radio and Records also got up to number two. Also got up to the number two spot, just barely missing that number one spot in Australia, Canada, and Switzerland. Although it only hit number nine on the RPM Top Singles chart in Canada, where its number two spot was on the Adult Contemporary. Other places where it charted, it got up to number three in France, number 18 in Japan, number eight in New Zealand, got up to number 20 in South Africa, and in Sweden, it made it to the number three spot. The song has been covered numerous times. We've got Irene Shear, Street Power, James Last, Franz Lambert, Cavarelli, The Music Machine, The Sound, Botones, Contest Core, Felicitas Taylor, Jack Livingston Orchestra, Seiko Matsuda and Naoko Kawai, so did Yusuke Tagawa and Yoshimi Iwasaka, Hugh Mason and his Sound Orchestra, Dante Connolly's Accordion Sound, David Last, Frank Purcell Grand Orchestra, Yukio Young, Joe Destri, Ace Joyeux, Laurent The Wonderments, Paula featuring Olivia, The Olivia Project, Kirsty Kay, The Darwins, The Lounge Leers, we got Nielsen Hubbard and Venus Hum, Patricia Lewis, Darlington, Crystal, Andrew Scarface, Evelyn, Sunflower Orchestra, Danny Minogue, DJ Happy Vibes, Northern Dance Society, Featuring Lauren Waterworth, Picnic, Lightspeed Champion, a Broadway cast of the Broadway Xanadu play, Catfight, Astro on Champions of Wonder, Sarah Blasco, Almighty, High School Musical Masters, Charlene Spiteri, Rachel Alejandro, it was sampled by Dickie Goodman for his Election 80 single, Come On and Dance With Me by Ginji Ito, Sana Du, Hangabi Remix by Andrew E, 2002, Mom and Dad, Intro to Success, now a song called Mom and Dad, Intro to Success by Sean Brown, 2010, and That's Just Me by XV in 2011. Do you love Xanadu without fear of being shunned by humanity? We're here! We like like Xanadu! Then roller skate to the Xanadu Preservation Society site at oddlystupid.wixsite.com slash Xanadu. It's an online warehouse of pictures, audio interviews, short essays, remixes, and a crate load of extras about one of the most maligned, yet somewhat enjoyable movies of the 80s. Make your Xanadu dreams come true at oddlystupid.wixsite.com slash Xanadu. Xanadu, Xanadu, Xanadu. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? A place where nobody dared to go. (sighs) The love that we came to know. They call it Xanadu. Listen, your humble servant. And now, a thought from Troy. Xanadu, now we are here. I have to admit, I don't like this song. I never have, and I never will. And, well, here, this might explain why. You've got your ABBA in my ELO. Oh, yeah? Well, you got your ELO in my ABBA. It sucks. This has been a thought from Troy. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? Hi, guys. Anyways, I like the song. Toodaloo. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our 
our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 091, Xanadu Overture.